1: WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This is our order Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go.
0: The Zone.
1: All right. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your uh, sports and entertainment show of choice. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. This is WRKS. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. Um... You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, at Bow Bounds. And the Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Uh, we'll play Armchair QB today. And we'll look back on this past weekend and the uh, and the games and what all played out.
0: Sixteen years in the making. Never played this on the Monday after the third Octo- Saturday in October. No. No. This is only the third time this has happened since you've been on the air. <laughs> Woo!
1: They finally get to brag on their iPhone oh. and Twitter account oh. <laughs> of beating the Alabama Crimson Tide in, Blake, what was an unbelievable game.
0: Yeah, people 20 and under have never witnessed one they could remember a good point so it's uh it's been it was a monumental historical weekend in the sec uh, as tennessee not only beat alabama but put up 52 and upped their season scoring average and that's with giving away a couple possessions uh I, it just for an absolutely incredible performance josh heupel might be can't believe it was, josh heupel might be the crown jewel of the air raid lineage as he takes Tennessee to new heights. He might be the the, the new air raid, modern air raid disciple, Josh Heupel in the Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, that's a good point. Heupel
1: was Mike Leach's first quarterback at Oklahoma and eventually became Bob Stoops' offensive coordinator before being let go. And now he uh, leads an undefeated, Undefeated Tennessee program mm. that just beat Bama for the first time in 16 years, and now they get to play UT Martin. By the way, I'm a fan. Oh uh, well, game Henn- was incredible. Hendon Hooker was amazing, mm. and uh, nobody could stop anybody. But uh, Hendon Hooker and Bryce Young were absolutely amazing, and uh, Tennessee in three weeks, guys, will play. Georgia at Georgia. And you know that that will be the uh, CBS game Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and everything else. So You're is, fighting Kirby Smarts, baby. Is Georgia even challenged before Georgia. then? Oh, well, they play Florida. No, that's Georgia. not going to be. Georgia.
0: Yeah, so that's Florida good. who just lost to
1: LSU at home. I know. I know. All right. So uh, congratulations to Ole Miss. Uh, they win again. They're number one in the SEC West. Do they have enough? Uh-oh. Juice. Uh-oh. No point intended. No pun intended. Do they have enough juice that uh, they can get through three brutal road games at LSU, at AM, and at Arkansas and take down the mighty Alabama Crimson
0: Tide at home? Mm. That's the toughest part about that schedule, given the way everything is. I don't know that you want to pull Alabama at home, given how hard that is to win that game, and your winnable games are all on the road. Makes them tougher. I don't yeah. know, but this is the meat of the schedule. This is this is you've set up seven weeks of, uh, or six weeks of preseason plus Auburn, right? <laughs> to to get ready for this game and all at home basically.
1: All at home in LSU. And Ole Miss will be a game that we will lock into this week,
0: absolutely, and
1: talk about, and talk about, and talk about because I'm I'm sorry if I said that wrong. It's Ole Miss at LSU, Ole Miss at LSU um, this weekend. That's the 2:30 CBS game, and as Blake referenced a few minutes ago, L- I know it was way too much going on on Saturday maybe for you to look at this game, but LSU went to Florida and won. Yes, and sir. Florida may not be good, but Florida has players and talent, and that's a good road win. So uh, this will be Ole Miss's, uh stiffest, toughest challenge by far. And Jaden Daniels threw for 349, and they ran for 179. Hello. Now, Mississippi State absolutely no-showed in Lexington. I did not see that. Uh, could I see them losing the game? Yes. Uh, did I understand that the point spread was four points on the line? Yes. Did I see them going up there and not just not playing football on either side of the football? I did not see that. I thought, and I was fooled, uh, and I was wrong. I thought this team, uh, you know, could I see Kentucky winning 27-24? Sure. But and do I do I recognize that Levis is a better option than Sheridan? Absolutely. But goodness gracious, that was a poor performance on both offense and defense by MSU. And Mike Leach said that they were outcoached. Uh, don't do it anymore. Well, and it was just too good of an opportunity. Uh, look, Kentucky is—I mean, like hyper ordinary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kentucky is an ordinary football team. Um, but Chris Rodriguez and, and uh, well, give Stoops credit. Give Stoops and his staff credit. You could tell after the game uh, he was like 147% confident in their game plan because he was quick with the postgame. What they had looked at all week, what they knew they could do, and what they felt like they could execute on both sides of the football, and by damn, they did. So credit to Stoops and his staff for absolutely working Leach, Arnett, and and others. And, and Kentucky didn't really have anything except the running game, but they they kept the ball. Yeah, a lot of times time of possession doesn't matter, but when it's skewed to the point you have the ball thirty nine minutes and twenty two seconds, well, that's that's a whole different ball game. Yeah,
0: forty seven plays to over seventy plays for Kentucky. 73 plays. Uh, say that again, I'm sorry. 47 plays for Mississippi State, 73 plays for Kentucky. There you go.
1: That is a massive gap. And that's,
0: Kintu- that's not 90 for for Ole Miss, up pace, and 70 for you. That's right. 47 and 70. Like, as Mike Leach said, and, and we've got a little audio later, we'll hear from him, Mike Leach said himself, You don't. you can't even call yourself an offense if you only run 47 plays. He's right. And they were on
1: the sideline the
0: whole game. The officiating
1: was absolutely atrocious. For both teams, it was it was awful because basically the game was just a bunch of stoppage. You know, you know how I complain about college basketball, because I love the sport and there's so much disrupt. I mean, the the game between Kentucky holding the ball, which was brilliant on. Oh, and by the way, Stoops milking the clock every play, and along with running the football, was very Dan Mullen 2017 against Alabama, except Mullen didn't go for it on fourth and one and a half, but. Kudos to Stoops and and his staff as they absolutely ran circles around Leach and dominated the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Oh, oh, Southern Miss. Southern Miss pulls one out. And guess who led the way? Jake Lang. Alan Lang's son. Alan, who's a friend and a partner on the show, kineticstaffing.com. A walk-on is thrown in, makes three spectacular plays. Southern Miss comes back and wins by one point. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Big Board coming up next. What's on the big board? What's on the big board? Uh, Good morning. Welcome in. The big board is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Locations Fortification in Bellhaven, Lakeland Drive, Flowood, Surgery Center and Clinic, Lakeland Drive, Flowood. That's where I had my knee surgery, powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. Um, We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Let me set up the show for you. We'll have Tom Luganville on the show at 830 and he'll join us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Uh, we'll have the Bank Plus Player of the Week at 9.15. And that's the Bank Plus Mississippi High School Player of the Week. And then at 9.30, we're going to have Roll Tide Ron Fowler coming off a Bama loss. Um, and, a you know, a devastating loss for mm. Bama. Well, I say that. They could... I still have them winning the West and and, and making Atlanta. But, uh, do, you know, we'll see. They have to go to LSU. They have to go to Ole Miss. Um, they're not going to have a problem this weekend at home against Mississippi State. And they won't have a problem against Auburn. And I don't think they're worried about Austin Peay. So, that's kind of where I am with Bama. Um, Bama's a game behind Ole Miss in the SEC West standings. <laughs> uh, Ole Miss is undefeated. Um, their biggest win is either Kentucky or Auburn at home. I guess you can flip a coin. I don't know what to do with that. Um, but Ole Miss now will go back-to-back road games uh, with some teams that actually have some talent. Uh, they may not be, like, lights out good, but they have some talent. And LSU, maybe Trent, who knows? I mean, LSU gets blown out two weeks ago against Tennessee, goes down to Florida. And and wins a, a tough game on the road. So this so much of this is week to week outside of a couple of teams that are really 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 good. Um, Tennessee is really really good. Bama really really good. And uh, Georgia really really good. I wouldn't count Bama out with Bryce Young. No. Uh, it, you know you may want to do that, but um, it was just proof that they can they can ball, they can do things. It's. Uh, they're so good. Uh, you know, when 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 Bryce Young's playing, just like Hendon Hooker, uh, and I don't know who's better. I, I trend towards a kid who's 6'4", 220 that I want play to play. Uh, but Bryce took some shots and got back up. You know, he's 5'10", 5'11", 180. Um, tough as nails, though. Comes off an injury, plays his tail off. Um, didn't slide at one point on Saturday, and at, got just smoked. Lit up. And got right back up. So... Uh, he's a hell of a competitor too. So, uh, Nick says Bama had to commit 17 penalties to lose. Uh, they were sloppy. That's coaching, you know. And um,
0: what? What? Nick Saban sloppy? No, I mean, that's 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 coaching. They were sloppy. Okay, I like it. You're not wrong. I mean that atmosphere was insane.
1: Oh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have some penalties. Yeah. you're exactly right. In an atmosphere like that, just not that many. Uh, I get it. You're right. I mean, you're going to jump off 107,000 people going nuts. You're going to have a pre-snap. Um, you know, you're going to have some other, maybe, you know, somebody go in motion, not do what they need to, not get set. Although when you're the quarterback, we saw it again this weekend, you have to make sure How? that everybody's set. We've seen a
0: couple of those and when you now. see it in the
1: NFL, you're like, what in the world? Because they can practice 97 hours a day. Yeah. These guys, yeah. these kids, I mean, our our college coaches are limited.
0: Yeah. And, and if you see it in the NFL, it means you're going to see it in college is kind of your point. Yes. To it, is, is we can't expect if the NFL is still not perfect, then college isn't going to be perfect. Then 19-year-olds are yeah. not going
1: to stay on the line of scrimmage no. every single second, every single snap count, and so on. But,
0: but what, still. A, what a game. And you're right. Did Alabama shoot themselves in the foot? Yes. Did Tennessee maybe get a couple home calls? Yes. But Tennessee and Hinn and Hooker put themselves in position to win that game, and that's something that not every team can say, and certainly no Tennessee team can say, over the last 15 When years.
1: Alabama got the lead.
0: On the scoop and score?
1: Uh, Tennessee went. This is what you have to do. You have to go get the game from Correct.
0: Alabama. Correct. They are
1: not going to let you, you know, just like early on when Tennessee – got up on them. twenty eight ten yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Bama's never going away. somebody Ever, on, ever, ever, ever. They're never going away. I
0: think it was Ross Tucker maybe said on Twitter uh, that called Alabama, they're football zombies. Yeah. They just don't die. No. Like, they just, and they I just keep going. And I talk about how you have to... Yeah. Keep you know, going and keep going and keep right. going. And they don't lose games. They win games, and you have to beat them. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: so, there you go. Uh, out of Bounds, ESPN 105 Down the Zone, brought to you by Dallas... Dallas Body Shop. Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland behind Acura of Jackson. Over there by Edwin White's Golf Shop. Uh, For all your collision repair. I've been using them for 22 plus years. Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland for all your collision repair. Uh, Good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Ag Up Equipment text line is 601 885-3776. Twitter handle at Bo Bounds. And your Ag Up Equipment text line. I just said that. Your farm... Sorry. Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line is 601-707-3750. And Mississippi State with an awful performance in Lexington. Ole Miss... Doing what they need to do to win... Obviously, they needed this type of schedule to stay clean just with all the new parts that they have or they wouldn't be undefeated. But credit Lane Kiffin in their coaching. That onside kick Mm. was filthy. Woo! You talking about coaching? Now, who mentioned this guy back in April? Dave Bartu said, Bo, Lane Kiffin hired an unbelievable special teams coach. What? Aji. That's his name. Guess who he was with? Jeff Brom at Purdue, who Bartu loves. And he and Kiffin saw something on tape, and they waited to the right time. And you could see it once the TV guys showed it to us. Beautiful onside kick that was the momentum kicker that Ole Miss needed once Auburn got their act together and gave Ole Miss all they wanted. Uh, Auburn was a train wreck in the first quarter, and then they got going running the football. And you got to ask yourself, why didn't they do it earlier? But uh, Bigsby was a beast. Hunter was pretty good, and uh, you know they're playing a freshman at QB, so they don't they don't have a lot there in the passing game. But what an unbelievable call by Biaggi!
0: And Kiffin, on the onside kick, you had to, you had to because the momentum was trending the wrong way against you, and you weren't as Kiffin said, and we'll hear from him in the SEC Insider hit. Uh, there was no run defense anywhere near Oxford for either team on Saturday. It was it was like wide open freeways. You might have well as well have called it the Audubon out there at Vault Hemingway because they were running all over the place, and both teams, and exactly, and so. I think you had to do something, like we said, you get, when you're under-talented, you got to go beat the better team. Yeah. They don't give it to you nine out of ten times. You, and, and Auburn's one that will give it to you a little bit with uh, with Harson. They're still not going to give it to you all the way. Kiffin, with an absolute gem of a of a play call there or a decision to be that aggressive and go after the game and yeah. get the win.
1: Yeah, well, it was a great call. Call of the year so far.
0: For them, within, absolutely. Within the sta- yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, again, congratulations to Southern Miss uh, for their win 20 19 over Arkansas State. Jake Lang leading the way. He's from this area. And uh, Walk On comes in and has the magic for Southern Miss. That drop is brought to you by Kinetic Staffing and kineticstaffing.com for your executive search, long term staffing recruiting kineticstaffing.com good morning welcome in the show is also brought to you by superior superior foundation superior.ms this is 105.9 the zone espn i think we worked out our streaming issues keep us on the dial or stream us sec insider hit coming up next This is the SEC Insider Hit, Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of bounds. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Congratulations to Southern Miss. uh, To Ole Miss uh, for big wins. Tennessee, uh, they stayed on the set. Mississippi State. Uh, the helmet is not on here anymore. Kentucky should be, but Southern Miss won. LSU is on the set. Ole Miss, Arkansas, Georgia. So let me let me just give you the rundown. It's LSU. You can watch the show at 830 with, when we have Tom Luganbill on. Uh, you can go to Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. You can go to YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. Uh, but we have the LSU helmet, Ole Miss helmet, Southern Miss helmet, M. Braves helmet, Arkansas helmet, Tennessee helmet, Georgia helmet. Bama's off, MSU's off, and maybe somebody else. I can't remember. Not sure AM's going to get back on here, but we'll see what happens with them. They play South Carolina before playing Ole Miss at home. Uh, the big game this week will be Ole Miss at LSU. Ole Miss is undefeated, and they are rolling. Um, they did have a uh, tough game with Auburn. Um, and so, but Kiffin continues to do what he needs to do with this team. He is coaching at an extremely high level because this team is a work in progress. Um, they've got some good pieces and then they've got some spots where they're really, you know, deficient and not strong, but, uh, an onside kick by Biagi, their special teams coach, Marty Biaggi, um, who back in the spring, Bartu told us how good he was. Biagi and Kiffin find something on film, and boom. Um, They call it. uh, They get the onside kick. The momentum had shifted into Auburn's favor, and there you go. The Auburn Tigers uh, did not have enough gas in the tank, although Bigsby had a good day, and the two teams ran for 749 yards on the ground. 749 yards on the ground. And Ole Miss comes away with a uh, big win, but you don't know how that was going to go until dropping that onside kick. Just a brilliant play call by Biagi and Kiffin. um, The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, We're live in the Bank Plus studio. SEC Insider Hits brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Uh, Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. That Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line is 601-707-3750. Ole Miss with the big win. Southern Miss with the big win. Um, they go to what was now the second string QB walk on Jake Lang. He played last year, uh, for several games and, uh, you know, that was a revolving door at the quarterback position. They had guys going down left and right. Uh, this year they called his number on Saturday and he comes in and makes a couple of, uh, tremendous plays and Southern Miss pulls out a one point win over Arkansas State. The big one in, in Knoxville gave us everything that we wanted as a college football fan, and that is uh, fireworks and scoring and big-time quarterback play and wide receiver play and the theatrics of the Southeastern Conference on a Saturday afternoon where so many momentum changes and and players making amazing plays on a big stage with 107,000 people in the stands and millions watching. Blake will keep an eye on when they drop the, uh, you know, the ratings later in the morning. We may just catch them, but uh, CBS had a good day, especially considering they don't pay anything for this package. And um, CBS had a really, really good day with Alabama losing to Tennessee in what was an insane uh, game and so much back and forth. Uh, and credit to the Tennessee Volunteers for for finally getting off that losing streak and a little bit of uh, the revenge tour. Tennessee Gets Revenge. You know, we've talked about that with our in-state teams at times. So, Blake, hey, Hendon Hooker, Bryce Young, we're both amazing. Ooh! Uh, some of those wide receivers were... were uh, just played out of
0: their mind. Jalen Hyatt with a career game. I mean... Hyatt was... Yeah. Awesome. That scene Saturday, Tuscaloosa, or not in Knoxville, but between Alabama and Tennessee, to me, that is, like you said, we haven't had it in that specific rivalry, but we've had it in the SEC, you know, for the last 20, 30 years. But that rivalry being what it was and that stadium being rocking, to me, like that is, like you said, that's what you watch football for. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and-,
1: and the Big Ten can't give you that. Uh, they had a big game that literally nobody talked about, Michigan and Penn State. And if you watched, and I did, and I know that's weird, um, some of it, uh, the 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 lack of speed and athleticism in that game uh, with two their number two and number three recruiters. Yep. In their league. Yep. Compared to Bama and Tennessee, guys, it's just not. Close. It looked if you were flipping back and forth, or you had two TVs going. At eleven a.m., uh, it looked like slow mo. Yeah, well, it was like it was I mean, like. Ole Miss is faster. Let, let, let me let me tell you this. Okay, I'm watching Michigan and Penn State. I'm watching Ole Miss and and uh, Auburn. All right, Ole Miss is faster than either Michigan or Penn State. They have more speed and athleticism. Yeah, than Penn State or Michigan. Just keep now. I'm not. even... Then you go to Alabama and Tennessee, okay, Georgia, yeah. who are a cut above, mm-hmm. and and that's just where we are. I mean, Clemson had a big game in the ACC and it was a snoozer. It's a good thing they play in the ACC. They'd be they'd be eight and three, eight and four, nine and three in the SEC. Well, depending if they pulled the Mississippi State schedule, Woo. they would be eight and four, nine and three in the SEC this year. If yeah. they pulled Tennessee's schedule, which is also brutal, well but not as close as even though Tennessee pulls Bama and Georgia still though, they'd be nine and three. How about that? I'll give them one more game. Yeah. But Clemson would be nine and three, maybe in the sec, Michigan, Michigan, seven and five with the Mississippi state schedule, Penn state's Penn state's not winning y'all. I mean, they gave, they gave James Franklin $50 million. Uh, he's, is he 500 or under 500 in the last year and a half or two? It's it's not good. Back to Ole Miss, play call of the week, onside kick, Marty Biaggi, new special teams coach, who Bartu told us back in March was unbelievable. Play of the year so far for the Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, Lane, Lane Kiffin is hitting on all cylinders. Right now he's operating as a top five college football coach because if you want to go – I guess Saban, but Saban, Saban so much is driven by talent and culture and toughness and all that competitive will, and that's all very, very important. But uh, his coaching is not good. And, and and Nick is not some kind of unbelievable off-the-charts, you know, incredible play caller on either side of the ball. But Saban, smart, hypo, Kiffin, Kiffin, Harbaugh, uh, at at uh, Michigan, mm, you know, from there, we'll just have to see, you know. Uh, well, Deion Sanders doing a great job at, at Jackson State, obviously. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, but but Kiffin is, is legit. And um, speaking of Deion, he was asked on 60 Minutes what would happen when a big school with resources comes to talk to him. And his quote was, I'm going to have to entertain it straight <laughs> up. I'd be a fool not to. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so, those of you telling me on the Ag Up Equipment text line the last year that Dion wants to stay at Jackson State for X amount of years, that's wonderful and that's pie in the sky fandom. And I get it. And it's fun to be a fan. And when you're too close to it, you can't really get it. And that's fine because you just want to high five and have a good time. Yeah. But Dion wanted the TCU job. And had he been offered, he would have been gone. And if, and when he's offered something this offseason, he'll be gone. If it's not good enough, he'll stay another year at Jackson state, which is wonderful. What he has accomplished is simply remarkable. Um, the real question is, are you going to have one vacancy or two in the state of Mississippi? I would think Kiffin will have to tell Auburn yes or no, if that's where you're going. So that's, uh, that's where we are. It's just a matter of time on the planes. Um, uh, It doesn't look like they're going to make a move, though. They may today. Uh, I don't think they're going to make a move because they showed some life and and you know played a decent football game against Ole Miss. They could have gotten blown out and really made it a game there in the in the second third quarter. So yeah, there you go.
0: Let me ask you a question today in this SEC Insider hit. Okay, it is National Mulligan Day. For those of you who don't play golf, mulligans are like do-overs, right? So I had this question, and and for the listener's sake, you are not prepped on this question, but I think that's good because I wanted to ask you raw to get your initial reaction. Okay. Biggest mulligan for State and Ole Miss in the last 20 years in sports? If State or Ole Miss could have one mulligan, one do-over, what would be the biggest do-over for each school? What would be the biggest do-over? So would it be, I can think of a couple just right off the top of my head. So the initial first easy one is like, well, State doesn't hire Joe Moorhead, right? You hire someone else. I think. But is that bigger than Mullen going forward on fourth down? Because you could have beaten Alabama. If you could have a do-over there, right? Or a do-over in some others. You know, same with Ole Miss, right? Could you, if you could just do-over the Memphis game or the Arkansas game.
1: I think it, for all uh, you just nailed the Arkansas game, fourth and twenty six. You do that over, you go to the SEC championship game. Who you win what, that. Who knows what because happens because of the yeah. way they were playing the last uh, six weeks of that year. They're one of the top five teams in the country. Uh, just had uh, a couple of weird, uh, head scratching losses. You just referenced two of them. Um, if you want to go hires, I think uh, not hiring Maneri oh. and hiring Ron Polk um, was it o three o two. Uh Pat McMahon left after the oh 01, one season. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. So 01 so Ron Polk's 02. first season back was oh two. Gotcha. Um I think for Ole Miss Hiring Ed Ogeron. Ooh. Yeah. Um for MSU you could definitely say Moorhead. So yeah, we we could do uh now if you want to get into games, I think Mississippi State fans would, would spotlight the uh Mississippi State UCLA national championship series because that team was so red hot yes. going into that series. And that would be one that you would like to
0: get a uh, You would never beat that team. UCLA had two top ten draft pick pitchers. Yeah. And we could run that we could yeah. say that about other things that we're calling a what, mulligan on. What about what about this one? Um not paying Cam Newton. Nick Nick on the text line with the fire. Not, that's, that's not a good paying one. Cam Newton. Not
1: not uh not annieing up on but that was so Mississippi State like. <laughs> but but not adding up to uh to get Cam was one that you could, uh, they would not have won the national championship, but they would have had a spectacular spectacular year. They already won nine games with Chris Ralph that year. So they could have had a little more magic yeah, and maybe dropped in, uh, you know, a bigger bowl than the Gator Bowl.
0: Yeah. I just thought with it being National Mulligan Day, I mean, what better area than sports to think about the mulligans that we wish we had? There are plenty of athletic directors that would love a mulligan. Yeah. Right now, let's think about that. Right now in the SEC, who's who's wishing they had a mulligan? Obviously, Alan Green probably wishes he didn't hire Brian Harson. I would think Fair that. Would, I think that would be one. Um, Jimbo Fisher. You think? You think A and M's wondering? No, Jimbo's got zero. Jimbo's going. I made a great decision. I got a hundred million in the bank, right? I I get to live out on the ranch, right? I got away I like from the
1: way you say. You had a little ranch. Yeah, a yeah. little southern slash yeah.
0: Texas. There's like a U hidden in there between the A and the N. Yeah, 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 yeah. I <laughs> um, like that. Uh, you know he's making the the paper. He got out of Florida State, got uh, out of the ACC. I, I
1: think Ole Miss fans, although they're flying high today as they should be, uh, but if they went back, they would they would say for Freeze not to make any kind of quote on the Laramie Tunzel thing because that spurned the stepdad, which then roller just the tidal wave of of the probation. Had you not said anything, uh, that thing may may have been able to keep the genie in the bottle.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Beer Slayer, you said 20 years. Beer Slayer says not hiring Steve Spurrier, but that was 1986.
0: That would, but yes, you could put that, if you wanted to go full-time, yes, that would be a big mulligan, 100%. No question. 100%,
1: yeah. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, SEC Insider Hit is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent in any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. Your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Man, will we have a big one in Baton Rouge this weekend. Ole Miss is undefeated. And playing well. Um, They are doing what they have to is it a powder puff schedule? Yes, but they you play who's on your schedule, and they've won them all, and they're seven and zero, and they're number seven in the country, and that's what counts right now. They will be taking on the LSU Tigers, who have lost um, a couple of games this year and looked bad at times, but just went to Florida and won. Uh, LSU is on the outside looking in they are others receiving votes on both the AP and the coaches just to keep an eye on that so it it will not be two ranked teams it's Ole Miss who's seventh against LSU who is outside of the top 25 but we look at LSU and we think hey we know they've got good players they have a new staff they're a work in progress but Jaden Daniels just threw for 349 yards against Florida, and they rushed for another 179. And how is
0: this possible? I I didn't realize this. I, this is crazy. Brian Kelly is the first coach at LSU to beat Auburn and Florida on the road in the same season. Okay. So that's a remarkable uh, a feat for all the things that people have been upset about Brian Kelly for some things. You know, he's won games over state at home mm-hmm. at Auburn and at Florida. That's a that's a good uh, – they're not great. They're not LSU great. They're not Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia level. But Ole that's Miss, not a bad football team. It's not a bad
1: football team. I would say Ole Miss is slightly better today, but it's
0: in Baton Rouge. They're functioning more efficiently. Yes. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, it's, boy, I mean, you get the, – the rushing game that they gave up, and even Kiffin – had a little joke well, about let's that. Drop that. Yeah. This is
1: this is Lane Kiffin on his uh, rush defense or lack thereof. You know, I guess the like guy said they announced, you know, we got lightning within eight miles of here. And I said, well, we ain't got any run defense within eight miles of here. So <laughs> I was like, maybe we'll have 30 minutes to go figure it out.
0: Wow. So, <laughs> uh, but. Bottom line is they won. Would you say seven hundred plus rushing yards combined between the two schools? That's incredible. Seven forty nine. That's that's an insane number. It is. Is that Navy versus Georgia Tech from back in the day? I right mean, what, when they're both good. Who who runs I mean, Ole Miss and Auburn combining for that number is insane. We've seen Auburn put up three hundred plus rushing yards against State and Ole Miss all the time throughout their tenure. No doubt. But for Ole Miss to respond with four hundred rushing and three one hundred yard rushers I think you
1: just nailed something. For Judkins to go for 139, Evans to go for 136, and Dart to go for 115. And then this, another transfer, Dayton Wade, who had that 36 yarder, kind of comes out of nowhere. And, you know, four carries for 63 yards for 448 yards is simply remarkable by Kiffin and his offensive staff. Um, and then the on kick by Marty Biaggi and Kiffin. Bartu called it yeah. six months ago. This yeah. guy is, was an unbelievable hire. His special teams efficiency numbers were off the charts. They matter. It's all about offensive and defensive scoring efficiency and special teams efficiency. Ole Miss is top 10 in total scoring efficiency. That takes offense and defense. Yeah. They're top 10. Top 10 in total team Scoring efficiency and lane train is operating at an unbelievable level. However, they have two brutal road games coming up against the LSU Tigers and AM, and this is where they really make hay. Uh, but they'll be favored. Um, well, they're favored right now, but but if you're all miss, you feel good about the golden egg game, and you don't feel good about Bama at home. And we'll see with your three road games at LSU, at A&M, at Arkansas. And by the way, I'll give the Razorbacks some credit. They go to a tough place to play out in the mountains against BYU. Mm -hmm. And things are not looking good. And they find a way to storm back and win and take control of that game because of all the corny stuff that you think we talk about. Competitive will, uh, believing in their coaches, and not laying down. On the other hand, Mississippi State no showed. You know, Ole Miss hasn't no showed under lane. Uh, Arkansas, well, they no showed against Mississippi State uh, because that, that was a drubbing.
0: They also but, didn't have their starting quarterback. That's a good so, point. I mean, I'm not that's gonna, a good. Point. I don't want to make excuses because you have to win with whatever you have, but at the same time, good point. You, you were missing your starting KJ PD.
1: comes back. They go out to Provo. Yep. Utah. Outside of Salt Lake, and they win. Kudos to to them to, for winning. Uh,
0: can I ask you this question while we've still got about two and a half minutes before we before we get out of this SC insider hit and go to hour number two? It, you is, mentioned Kiffin was was rolling, and you've mentioned a couple things. You know they they he's had to hire a second OC and a second DC, Chris Patridge. Yep, uh, from Michigan. Partridge, Partridge from Michigan, uh, and and Marty Biaggi. Yeah, well, the special teams, and even had to. But my point is, he's had to hire an OC and a DC now three years in, so he's made a second hire on those. He's hired a new special teams coordinator, like you said. It feels like through two and a half years now, because we're seven weeks in. Kiffin, not only what he's doing at FAU and, and Ole Miss, what he's doing as a head coach and play caller himself, but it feels like Kiffin's biggest turnaround point is that he's hiring the right people and as a staff they're functioning at a higher level than the staffs around him. That's a good point. Including what you saw in Knoxville as Alabama's staff was outcoached by Tennessee.
1: Well, yeah, Alabama has an inferior staff because Saban hasn't hired on offensive and defensive scoring efficiency. Yeah. I don't know if he's looking at that or And what look, they late, do they're not going undefeated or if he just calls people like coaches do and say Yeah. A lot of times it's I, I'm, I, let's say I'm the head coach and I call you and we know each other, okay?
0: And you're at another, pro-
1: and I go, hey, who do you think I should hire? Correct. And you give me a couple of names. You
0: were my DC back here in the day. Who right. do you know that can be a DC Instead for me? of yeah. just
1: looking at the chart and going, who Correct. is
0: who is operating at a ridiculous efficiency level? That matches what I do. Right. You're right, but Kiffin has made the, It's he's not going undefeated. There will be dark days at some point for Lynn Kiffin in terms of They'll have a stretch where all of a sudden, he lo- even if it's not, it'll miss. If it's wherever, sure. he'll lose multiple games in a row, yada, yada. I get all that. You got to think right now, there's nobody that's hiring and functioning at the level in terms of building staffs that Lane Kiffin's doing with what he's done at Oxford the last three years. Okay. Let me, let me, you're right.
1: Let me throw this out from an ag up equipment texter. Prediction: After the events of Saturday, Jimbo goes 6-6 six and, six and A&M will pull the plug because they see what somebody like Josh Heupel is doing at Tennessee in less time, and they wonder why they haven't closed the gap on the powers such as Alabama, Georgia, and now I'm not saying Tennessee's a power, but this year they are one of the best teams in the country. Oh, and Ole Miss. They're seeing what Ole Miss is doing and they're like hang on lane train hasn't been there as long as jimbo and they don't recruit at our level yet lane has been simply remarkable at uh in oxford since really day one or after those first five games of year one the out of bounds show is brought to you by farm bureau insurance bundle your car and home and save with your farm bureau insurance agent